0: This episode of the Up For Discussion podcast is brought to you by Boogers! Yes, the all-time kid-favorite snack on the go is back. Now with all-new adult flavors like Hangover, Blood, and Post-Industrial. Enjoy once again the simple pleasures of children without the guilt. Enjoy new flavor enhancers such as Vomit, Dust, and Metallic Grit. Enjoy the fact that it is 100% yours, homegrown, and organic. So sit back, dig in, and let the good times roll. Also available in cocaine, allergy, and flu. Boogers, they grow in you. Like, in your nose. Welcome to the Up for Discussion podcast. The only show on the internet where we talk about the things we talk about in the order we talk about them. My name's Johanna Nora. I'm Tom Slotknight. I'm Kate
1: Bradley. I'm Adrian Schell. Guys, we've got a really special show planned for you today. This is the ASMR show. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's like a super popular thing on Instagram. Cutting foam core with a hot knife? Uh, cutting things, like like very like squishy, malleable things and the sound it makes, like with a really powerful mic. There's a whole like Instagram feed just dedicated to that. That's that cool. and popping zits. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Doctor Pimple Can you not talk about it? I
1: can't I can't do it. I've oh. seen like the ones where it's a big one and it's like several minutes of goop and I'm not I'm
0: goop.
2: I'm one of them. <laughs> I'm one of the people who... <laughs> who makes the videos like, or watches like, the- the- watches the videos. Oh, I watch
0: them oh, no. sometimes.
1: Why? Oh, felt- What's the appeal? It's
0: one of those things that I don't follow, but I'll, like, look up, and mm-hmm. I, like, know which one I'm going, you know? But I'm like, I can't give you a follow, but I will look at every single one of those Yeah, days. yeah, exactly.
2: I didn't realize that was on Instagram. It was back in my Reddit days. Oh, right? our yeah. our poppin I was yeah. on our poppin That's I've seen that, yeah. That's real? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm checking that out. And people get upset if you just post a picture. Yeah, yeah, like well, the comments no. are aggressive if you uh, if it's not a video.
0: Uh, is that from experience? Have you posted? <laughs> no, 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 no. On some flack, <laughs> no, some downvotes. I've votes? seen,
2: I've seen them. I've seen them. Oh. It's and it, be. it, it, like, because the, the picture is just like, you know, it's like a naked woman you can't fuck. You know what I'm saying? Right. I apologize.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. it is like that. That <laughs> is like true. Ex- you see yeah. what I'm saying? Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's lacking in follow through, I guess.
0: Yeah, but I guess most. I mean, videos are like that too. And, and it,
3: I feel like the genre of uh, attractive women that you can't fuck is a very popular one. That's
1: yeah, true. That's <laughs> arguably more popular. <laughs> that's also really popular on Instagram. Yeah. That's true. That's Ooh, true. Okay. I
0: just want to say, and I know this might get a little gross million dollar idea, Instagram
1: models, popping zits. Oh, God. Can we talk about Instagram models for a minute? Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. I just, <laughs> got
0: just shut down your million-dollar idea. <laughs> no, I'm saying,
1: guys, take that, yeah. my listeners, oh. and
0: then donate the money back to the show. But please. It's
1: a very good idea, yeah. yeah. Um. So I was at VidCon this weekend, and um, this video went viral of this guy who was an Instagram model shouting mm-hmm. at a security guard. Tom just uh, air-quoted, air-quoted Instagram model. Well, yeah, because he, you know tell the story. Okay. I, I actually, I can just pull up a clip. We can listen to the audio from the clip and talk okay, about yeah. this because it was ridiculous. And I was like, we never bring clips onto the show. So while he's pulling up the clip, I just want to say that, um,
0: the reason he air quoted that for anybody who hasn't seen this, uh, which I understand if you haven't, cause it, you know, it's just not an uplifting video. It's not this kid. Like I, I watched this video and basically the whole time you'll hear, he's saying like, I'm famous. I'm, I'm rich and this, that, and whatever, you know, if he's rich, sure. Uh, your parents, might have got you that money but as far as famous goes i looked him up on twitter and uh which his account was uh private uh, i assume it was newly of, privatized yeah <laughs> newly privatized he has like 20,000 followers which listen it's more followers than i'll ever have but it's still not famous level yeah it's like, and, you know, and he's not verified or anything. And then on Instagram, I think he also had a similar amount, like 20,000 followers. Yeah. Man, I know people who can buy 20,000 followers. Like, you don't need that. That's not a big investment. <laughs> it's like, really not. No, you, it's easy. You're by no means famous with
1: 20,000.
2: Yeah. Now I'm curious to know, like, what, what triggered the event? So, he's yelling yeah, all this stuff.
1: so from the looks of it, um, they weren't letting him into the convention center, uh, which is a thing that they were doing at some points when the convention center was closed. Um, but there were still events going on in different wings of the center Okay. because it wasn't really clearly communicated because uh, it has like six or seven halls, I guess, um, labeled with letters like A through E, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, and usually most of the stuff was going on in B through like D, um, but there's events that would happen in Hall A like in the evenings when the rest was closed off, so I'm assuming it was around then, uh, but I don't actually know that. So, But they weren't letting him in. There was
0: like an angry mob and the security guards were saying like, hey, we can't let you in right now. Whatever
1: their reason was, (laughs) like, it's enough of a reason that it was an angry mob. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So it's, you know, it's it's understandable that there were, the tensions were high, but this guy got caught on camera. uh, And the account that uh, posted it, just so that we can give this guy a little shout out. And if you want to see the video, it's a guy named uh, John Hill at John Hill Tube. So here's the audio from the clip. Thanks, John.
0: I think like, the video has captions because it's,
1: it's really hard to hear yeah. what he's saying. Yeah, okay, so I'm gonna... I heard
2: I'm famous, this is me. Yeah, yeah.
1: so I'm gonna mute the audio. But uh, what
2: I'm enjoying in this is that it's a group of people who
1: can't get in. It is, And yeah. he
2: thinks that because of his 20,000 followers, he'll be let in.
1: That's it. And and so he's saying, uh, what the fuck is wrong with you, you piece of shit? You're ugly as fucking irrelevant. Kill yourself. Oh, holy crap. Uh, let's see, get the fuck out of my face. You're a peasant. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're blue-collar as fuck. Yeah, that's <laughs> like the, the, the craziest one. one. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So he's, he just keeps going off, and the whole time, the security guard's just kind of like, like, shrugging and laughing to himself. Like, oh, fuck this. Uh, I ran into that security guard the next day and, like, nodded at him, and he was like, thanks for being normal. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to that security guard for doing a good job of just taking Not escalating this. escalating the... Yeah.
0: That's got to be the, being the security guard at VidCon has to be the worst. (laughs) It has to be the worst thing, right? Because I think the other thing too is like as a security guard, you know, if someone like is violent, you can like take them down. But the problem with VidCon is that everyone is 12, yeah, including that Instagram model. Yeah. I air quoted by the way. (laughs) Uh, So it's like, even if the kid did get violent, like there's literally no, like you cannot justify why you like. Tackled a dude. Yeah.
1: Can
2: they just, don't they have like, uh, what are they, like carpets that they can just roll them in? Like these, like, (laughs) could they have a ball pit that they can distract (laughs) them with? There was a ball pit.
1: I'm sure they could have taken him to the ball pit and just tossed him in and said, "Screw you!" and have a good time in that ball pit. Also,
3: (laughs) I'm just picturing like the Gitmo-like detainee ball pit (laughs) where they're all
2: sadly (laughs) sitting with their iPhones in a ball pit waiting to be uh, collected by their
0: parents. (laughs) So
2: this was all the like all the videos run by children who were showing fidget spinners and stuff like that. Reviewing fidget spinners, pretty
0: much.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, Am I ruining my uh, potential YouTube career by a uh, talk? No, I think VidCon's a great place where lots of different artists collect
1: themselves. I mean, it's that, <laughs> and it's also a terrible place where tens of thousands of screaming teenagers play with fidget spinners and yell <laughs> at security guards. There's two yeah. sides to it, you know? Depends on the level of clearance you've got. I feel like any
0: event that big or, like, any convention is going to have, one, a lot of 12-year-olds, uh not any convention but no. and <laughs> to like going kind to of have like rude people i think that's just like how it how it works yeah um, well you're
3: cranky you're tired you've been there all yeah. day yeah. like it's bringing out the best in people i think yeah yeah, yeah. i and used then, to uh do uh, sorry uh, uh pharma like stuff so i would do the sales meetings and you'd have like 800 pharma sales reps all like blasted mm. out of their gourds and on the dance floor like doing handstands and like what? just going crazy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like at the events? Yeah. Like and at like the pill, ed- pill 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 pharma pharma handstands.
3: Oh, cuz they've yeah. got
0: all the they've got all the party shit right there. <laughs> yeah. They're surrounded by Well, our company's
3: you need. top seller was a transplant uh drug, so you probably didn't want to be on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was like in Vegas and they they just crazy
1: that's nuts yeah you're always gonna have those like crazy people who are just too high energy because of the social situation yeah. yeah there was uh so so we were on the creator track which is like sort of the middle one between the community track which is mostly 12 year olds and the industry track which is mostly like, Real people and, you know, rich people. Yeah. Uh, so the creators are, you know, it's the middle ground ticket. So you're getting a lot of people who do stuff but aren't necessarily featured by the festival. So they're not like on panels or anything. Um, and we had like a creator track party party. With like dinner and drinks and stuff. Wait, hold on. So creator track, is that a thing you're invited to do or that's like... No, you, you pay. pay for a ticket. You pay. So it doesn't matter who you are. No, you can get in whoever you are, but it's, you know, it doesn't make sense to pay for it unless you're actually like serious about creating things. Okay. Because like, it's like a yeah. networking opportunity. Conference. Yeah, that's okay. it. Mm-hmm. So like even the lower level people, there are people like me who are like serious about it enough, but like, you know, not invited by the conference to show up. Right. Sure. Um, And not willing to pay enough to schmooze with the big shots. Uh, and so, you know, the party was big uh, and everyone's kind of in one hallway drinking and eating. And inevitably, like the former Vine people are there fucking throwing <laughs> themselves on the ground and shouting <laughs> and jumping off furniture and, you know. yeah, For about 15 Vines. seconds. <laughs> can I just say it's well, wild that
0: like, I don't know another situation where you can just pay to be around like rich people. Yeah. Or like pay to be around like super successful people. Mm. Maybe mm. I'm just because, like, I'm short-sighted. There's probably a billion ways that you can do that. Yeah, no, but no. I just, like, so the so you said that last track is the industry track? Yeah, yeah. <coughs> so, like, you pay whatever price it is for a ticket. It's, like, 800 bucks or something. That's insane. Yeah.
1: So you pay 800 bucks to, like, be around very successful people? I mean, pretty much. So it's, like, there's different levels of clearance. So there's different floors uh, at the convention center. And the main floor is primarily, like, an expo hall. So they've got big stages for huge, like, Q&As and panels and stuff. And then, like, just a lot of sponsored shit. Uh, And then the second floor is the creator hall, which is, like, smaller rooms for, like, little talks that people are giving about, like, how to make your stuff better and, like, how to deal with specific issues in the community. And then I guess industry track is, like, actual, like, people who make money in serious ways off of it. Uh, And then I'm assuming there's a fourth floor where the creators of the event are just hanging out, drinking all day and ignoring people. And it just gets quieter the higher up you go. Yeah, yeah. So you're... uh,
3: oriental paying. rugs and pipes. So. Yeah,
1: you're paying for for noise cancellation. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I'd have. I, in yeah. retrospect, I would have paid an extra six hundred bucks to be on the third floor so that I could avoid like all of the chaff. But yeah.
0: <laughs> so so your ticket was was six
1: hundred dollars less than the industry ticket. That's right. Yeah. That's a spike. That's a spike. Yeah. 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 But it proves that you're serious. That's it about schmoozing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. And then I think the if you're a featured creator, you have access to industry. Like you're essentially industry level. But like yeah. you know. so you so you've been to pharma conventions sick
3: yeah and office (laughs) supplies so that's a good (gasps) time
0: which one's better which one's more of a party
3: uh pharma
0: yeah that makes sense that makes sense but
2: but i mean office supplies
3: yeah i i sold i was a sales rep for office supplies uh briefly
0: are there like innovations like is it that kind of like where it's like the new stapler
3: yeah, you know what? You would be surprised how much people lose their minds when you like this file folder has like a little spring in it, so it doesn't
2: fall off the track. And people are like, "Oh my god, oh where my... have you been my whole life?" I'd, I'd be one of those you know? people. I love hanging out in those aisles. I don't have the money to purchase them, but I just fucking hold them. And I, I did a Carissa four-hour seminar on stapler. Oh man,
3: no, you did. You spoke about staplers for four I, hours? I did not speak. I was being trained. Uh, <laughs>
0: You were being trained in how to staple.
2: Yeah, you crank it. You crank it back. Yeah. You insert. You crank it closed. Uh-huh. And then staple. You, you staple. Repeat for four hours.
3: Well, it turns out, you know, the the little metal plate on the bottom. You yeah. can flip that around, and then it changes the way it staples. Excuse Whoa, me. What? <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Okay, this is definitely yeah. Th- I definitely feel like staplers are one of those things that like you do one way, but then you're like surprised to find is another. There's like another secret way that's way more efficient. Yeah, 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 You know those BuzzFeed videos that are like, you've been eating tomatoes oh, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you've been stapling shit wrong. That's crazy. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah, when you find out that you can like open, pop it open and, and yeah. like you don't have to be restricted by the base, right? Mm-hmm. And just staple that, the wall.
0: I feel like that's the first innovation that you figure out yeah. by yourself
1: yeah. as a kid and you think you're a genius. And you yeah. do it by accident when you're trying to put new staples in. Yes, you're yes exactly. You're trying to pull the top yeah. off and you pull the whole thing and you're like, oh, fuck, I broke it. Yep. Yeah. And then like, wait, Wait a minute. I didn't break it. I didn't break it. I improved it. I did it.
3: I remember as a kid watching, because I loved um, like the movie magic kind of stuff, and I, I was watching a behind-the-scenes of Indiana Jones, and Harrison Ford does this thing, like, cause like, how do you keep your hat on? And he takes a stapler, and he staples the hat to his head. And for what? <laughs> what? Years, I thought he stapled the hat to his head, but it, like clearly there were just no staples in it. But oh, I, I was gagging. He <laughs> <It> was doing <laughs> some gags. Was a goof. It's some behind great. the scenes goofs. I was like walking down the street going, oh, like just randomly popped in my head. <laughs> right.
0: You pa- you pass people wearing hats and you're like, I know. <laughs> I know what your weird head looks like. It's a Cash 22 because you, know, you staple a hat to your head, but then because of the terrible staple scars on your head, you need to wear a hat all the time. All the time. And it's like, when does it end? You know.
2: Unless, and, and then you don't wear a hat, and then you're Holy Joe, Holy Tim, Hol- Holy Joe, yeah, Holy, yeah. Holy Rebecca, Scarhead, Scarhead, Scarhead. yeah. Well, all my
3: hats are just covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> you're constantly seeping out of your your holes
0: <laughs> out of your nog. So you've been okay. So you've been to the two arguably the best conventions. Have you been to a convention, Kate? Yes, uh, comic
1: conventions, comic
2: cons, Mm -hmm. comic cons. Comic cons, that's a
1: really good name for this. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Although it really fucking (laughs)
2: annoys me that there's that double C when they write it. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like it could still be the same thing without that double C, yeah. Well, that's-
0: that's for communists. Comic Con?
2: <laughs> comic Con. Oh, man. Everyone. That's is a room welcome. with a lot of hats. That's a room with a lot of fedoras. <laughs> I started doing cons in 2007 or so when the Montreal Con was just like five artist tables and just rows and rows of comic, bo- comic boxes. That was it. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Like 25 cent comic yeah, boxes. Yeah, yeah,
2: that type of thing. And now it's just fucking insane. Mm-hmm. And that you have to search for the comics. Yeah. Man,
0: where the hell is that box? <laughs> I just came here for the the comics. I want I
2: want to I want to search. I want to search the box. But now I get a perks because I'm I work with a uh, alongside a like world renowned comic book artist. Yannick Paquette.
1: Name drop?
2: Name drop. Uh, currently working on Wonder Woman Earth Two, Earth One, Earth One Book Two. I don't know. These Earth One them. Book I Two Series Three yeah. Collection Four. Yeah, and and he gets a lot of like VIP so stuff. So I get to tag along. And like, what does
0: he, VIP stuff at a comic convention look like?
2: Um, actors oh! eat, eating
0: sandwiches.
2: <laughs> I I I gave I was like joking around with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy director no? Chris Pratt.
0: No. What the no. hell? No,
2: Chris Pratt did direct Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, James Gunn, okay, James cool. Gunn's so cool. brother,
0: awesome. <laughs> Tim Gunn,
2: <laughs> who's in the film. And Wait, he, wanted, he wanted a, a vegetarian sandwich, and I pointed him to the correct sandwich on the platter. Oh, good on you. He was like,
0: you. "Kate, you're in my next movie."
2: Uh, yes, he knew my name. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might have a name tag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. That's a good he assumption. Didn't even bother to look. Oh. But yeah, other people. Um, like other actors that I can't remember right now, X Men pe- X Men people, no X Files people. You know the com- the the bald guy, bald guy X Files. Chris Pratt. Yes, Chris Pratt. Yes, <laughs> Chris Pratt. Tim Gunn. James Gunn. <laughs> uh, that kind of stuff. I am. Oh, I'm doing this year's con, mm-hmm. and Nathan Fillion is <gasps> oh, a guest. Oh yeah, nice. And I screamed in the car when I saw the billboard <laughs> coming back from New York. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> pretty much.
1: Were you were you driving or was someone else driving? Someone else was driving. Were they mad that you screamed?
2: No, no. Okay, It was Paul. He's used to me oh, screaming. Yeah. <laughs> um, on road trips, I tend to scream, cows! Because I like to identify when animals are there because it excites me. And when it's you, important and that you punch, punch them the out arm. when they're in the road. No punchbacks. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Any, no other Nathan Fillion screamers in the Oh, in the I'd be very excited. But yeah. David Tennant is also, I think, coming this year. Ooh. So. Oh! <laughs>
1: I heard there's going to be some cows there.
2: Ah! <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, but it's uh, con- conventions are crazy. They're just exhausting, like even yeah. if you're not doing anything, just being around the constant buzz of mm-hmm. people. Oh, and yeah. then for me I have to draw in front of people, which is stressful Ooh. as fuck. Oh,
1: I can do it. Are mm. you like going to be selling stuff?
2: Yeah, I'm thinking cuz I don't really have much money at the moment. So I'm not going to make prints. I think I'm going to do like 3 intensive days of painting and just do like one day is pop culture stuff. One day is animals. One day is weird, creepy shit. And nice. just Ooh, weird sell shit, yeah. whatever.
1: That's awesome. Happens. That's great. awesome. Yeah. When is it? Let's uh, give it a little plug tell it them is them to them find you.
2: July 7, 8, and 9.
1: Find Kate. July yeah, 7, 8, 8, and 9,
0: Montreal, Montreal Comic
2: Con. And I'll be doing improv at the what? Montreal Comic Con. What? What the what? fuck? Yeah. A dude, I think he's from Toronto, Jason Axe.
1: Oh, I saw that post. Yeah. Cool.
2: Uh, they do competitive short form improv and uh, he was looking for people. And I'm like, I'm already there and I have experience.
0: <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, that's great. That's, that's awesome. that will be
2: a good break also. Yeah. Yes. You it go A little bit insane. Mm. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That'll Sweet. be July 9th. July 9th. 2.30. At 2.30. Improv the board game. It's called that in front of the board?
0: So. it's it's like a is it like, like a I hope so okay <laughs> I
2: hope so I hope to, I hope I get to wear a nice hat that identifies yep. me as a as a pawn piece.
1: You could be the yeah. thimble, maybe. Ooh. Yeah, ooh, The only board game I know the pieces <laughs> 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 Um the only good Tom? board game is Monopoly. Hmm? That Monopoly is not a good board. game No,
0: it's oh. not. Trouble. I'll play it. I'm just saying it's not a good board
1: game. Really, I think it's great.
2: You must be good at it, then.
1: Yeah, I, I'm medium at it. I just <laughs> medium. I just love the experience because it's it's so cutthroat. Yeah, that's what I don't like about it. It gets yeah.
2: really aggressive. Yeah. I
1: found out Stefan likes Monopoly, and I'm now I really want to play Monopoly with surprised. Stefan. Yeah, Surprise! Yeah. Stefan is a guy that we know. He's been on the show. He made fun of Kendallin.
0: Oh, Stefan and I are uh, blood brothers. Then, yeah, <laughs> we have both made fun of K- Kendallin. <laughs> <Hey, thank laughs> what you did listening. you say? What did I say about Kendalyn? Yeah. Oh, uh, no. We just had an episode. Me and my buddy Noah were here. And um, uh, Kendalyn had named the bear. And uh, we both just uh, just let her know how he felt about that by saying the name of the bear wrong
1: about 40 times yeah. over the course of the episode. What's the bear's name this time, guys? Someone, someone want to tell us? I only printed three copies of that because I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this week,
0: champion bear neighbor Kendalyn... Ever heard of her? Wants you all to know that the bear's name is still Sweet Summer Boy of the North. Look, you're paying forty dollars a month she here. You, do can, that? you can rename it anything, anytime. Yeah. Why is it still called that? You have a golden opportunity here.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Let's
0: think of something better.
2: No, no, nope. no. No. <laughs> Kendallin wants it to be that again. God
0: damn it. Let me just. You're right.
2: Sweet Summer Boy. Of the North,
0: yes. Okay, you put. Okay, you put your own little crisp stank on it. Sweet, yeah.
2: Summer boy,
0: of the North. And Kendalyn wants us to know that the name this <laughs> month of the Bear is Sweet Summer Boy, of the North. Kendalyn, you're a fine young lady from Texas. Keep doing your spinning thing that you do. <laughs> Kendalyn <laughs> spins things. She <laughs> spins things. No, she's very, very talented. She has a YouTube channel, and she to music. Choreographs, um, it's
1: like color guard stuff. Color guard stuff, yes. What does that mean? It's like spinny ribbons. Oh, cool. Yeah, it or is and, very cool. And like flags and stuff. I think, oh, it's, yeah. flags I think it's flags more than ribbons. I think it's flags and it rifles. Is, yeah, flags and rifles. Oh, Kendall, and you're in Texas. You have a perfect opportunity to spin <laughs> some rifles, my gal. So next time you're spinning rifles, maybe you, like shoot up for discussion into the sky, like in like a smoke trail or something. Yeah, can guns oh, nice. do that? Yeah, like a chemtrail. <laughs> <laughs> Make us a chemtrail as an chem advertisement. Are real guys, come on. So, yeah, thank you to uh, our patron, Chemtrail, for giving us $40 <laughs> to name the bear. The sweet summer boy of the North. You put your mouth so close to that.
2: He he looked, when he, him in that mic, what's it called? Spitguard. Spitguard? Spit, Spitguard. It looks like when spirits are trying to come through a wall. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it does. It really does. He's
2: pushing, pushing through. I'm <laughs> uh, coming through. Uh-huh. Like in the Frighteners. Help me. Frighteners? Frighteners. Michael J. Fox?
0: The Rescuers? Oh, you're too young. No, you Could, <laughs> <laughs> Could be anything. Could be.
2: It's a really spooky movie with ghosts. I, sp- I vaguely remember that. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good.
1: You mean Ghostbusters? No. I everything everything with Night.
2: ghosts is, is Ghostbusters to you?
1: Well, I mean, it's a spooky movie with ghosts. That sounds right. Casper?
2: It's called Frighteners. I said said the title. Also,
1: Ghostbusters is not similar to Frighteners just in name at all. (laughs) I I would disagree because they both sound like job titles. Find the middle point. That's fair. (laughs) I went to a Frightener convention once. It's
2: Fright Night. No, it's not. Night
1: is not in Ghostbusters.
0: Fright Busters? No, Frighteners is the middle point between Ghostbusters and Fright Night.
2: I yeah, don't know what
0: I Fright that. Night is. Fright Night is, uh, I believe, if that's a movie, if I'm getting the title right, it correct, is two movies. It's yeah, because oh. it's a re- remake, right? Yeah. yeah, um, it's uh, wait, you explain it.
3: <laughs> wow, uh, the first Fright Night uh, it was in 1980s with some really really <laughs> great prosthetic like fakie blood stuff going on, a vampire thing, and then they remade it with uh, Car- uh Colin Farrell, and then uh, also fun, but. Not as well, David Tennant's in that one.
2: Oh, huh. oh, super sexy in that one, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's all that vampire. That feel, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh.
2: that button down shirt <laughs> that's that sitting, sitting way back in the chair.
0: Wait, not, not at all. Button film,
3: he's the the Vegas, like, oh, yeah, 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 magician yeah, yeah.
0: Guy. yeah crazy. Good, good movie. I, is it?
3: I enjoyed it. (laughs) All right.
0: Yeah, that's all. I think that's like the most you can ask for of like a horror movie these days is like, I think at the very, not not the most. I think it's at the very least, I enjoy most horror movies. Like they're fun to watch.
2: Is that a, a sweeping comment that can be made though? I'm sure there's horror movies that you don't enjoy.
0: Recently, like in theaters, I don't know. Going to see it in, okay, if I were to watch some horror movies at home, I would not enjoy it because I'm like, I'm wasting my time. But going to the theater, (laughs) having popcorn, being in a room filled with people that like are also sharing this experience, I think that most horror movies will do the trick for me. Like at the very least, I'll have a laugh at how bad they are. Okay. Because that's the thing. Like if a horror movie isn't good, it's not like it's just like middling. It's like usually like bad. Right. Yeah. At least in my experience of watching them.
2: Yeah. Or it's good. One of my favorite bad movies is Van Helsing.
0: I have not seen it.
2: It's so wonderfully bad. And Hugh because, Jackman's in that, right? Yes, oh. Hugh Jackman is wonderful in that and there's like these creepy monsters and and vampire ladies and and nothing I can say right now <laughs> will, will tell you anything about the experience of the film oh. cuz it's you got to watch
0: it. We got to watch it and then do a commentary of
1: it. We could. Do you think we'd get yeah. sued for that? No. Oh. You can't get sued for doing commentary. It's fair use. But,
2: but if it's playing, how do you do that? How so, do you do so podcasts we do work?
1: So when we do the uh, bonus episodes, which actually you can hear the most recent one if you pledge money to our Patreon at patreon.com slash up for discussion, uh, when we do those, we, uh, we play it through our system, so we're recording all the audio, but then I just cut the audio track out and tell people where to sync up. So oh, people yeah, have to watch yeah. it oh, while they listen.
2: Right. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: So we hear the audio like live through our system, like yeah. feeding to us so that we can respond in real time. But, okay. Yeah. I met up with one of our patrons on Saturday at Ooh. VidCon. Uh, she drove down from Ooh. San Francisco to meet us. Was it Carlea? It was Carlea. It was? Yeah. Really cool. Really normal person, which was nice. I was a little worried when she said, I'm going to come to VidCon to meet you. that She <laughs> might try to murder us, but she didn't. She bought me a grilled cheese. Oh, Carlia, thank <laughs> you for not murdering Tom. Yeah, by the way.
2: <laughs> I really appreciate that. It would
1: be a lot harder to do this show without Tom. Um, and uh, yeah, she was saying that one of the things she appreciates is that we talk about uh, kind of all the behind the scenes. So we talk about production and also that we talk about like our real feelings and experiences in life. And I was like, cool. I'm glad you like that. Keep giving us money. Real feelings and experiences in life, huh? Yeah. You guys
0: want to get real? You guys want to talk about Ooh, your okay. weeks? How how, how, how have you guys been recently?
2: I, I had a meltdown in New York. Tell Ooh, us more. That's real. the place to have a yeah.
0: meltdown.
2: To be honest. <laughs> no, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't dramatic or anything, but um I was really really stressed on the way there and two days in we had our show. It wasn't a fantastic show, it wasn't a terrible show, but it wasn't a great show. And then on the way out I was feeling shitty about how I had done and then it was just like, "Oh no." Oh no, the tears! So yeah. then you start crying, and then like, of course, there's all these people around you, and they're like, "Are you, are you okay?" And then she's like, mm, mm.
4: "And then <laughs> cry more." Yeah.
2: Um, and then was able to suck it up, walk to the bar. Yeah, everything's fine. If we get to the bathroom at the bar, wow. <laughs> no more toilet paper. So I had to no! dry, dry my eyes, and then go out talk to the waitress, who was like clearly giving me a "That's not my job" kind of face. But she eventually came back and gave me
0: toilet paper. Whose also, job is it Yeah, <laughs> I know, but
2: uh, but this is a this was a bar where you were paying nine dollars for a beer that came in a plastic cup.
0: What was this bar? I, that can't, sounds I, like do, I can't remember. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh
2: fuck, man, the price is on that. But uh, yeah, and then and then just melting down in the bathroom, coming out thinking because I kept, I kept holding it back. You kept like sometimes you just got to let it all out for it to mm-hmm. stop. Yes. And then um, sat back down, took a breath, and then someone said, "You okay?" And then I had to go, mm, "Nope." And I think I actually like slammed my fist on the table, <laughs> <laughs> grabbed some napkins, went away again, and then came back. I Was like, "Can I have my bag?" And then I had to like compose myself on the street until people came out, and, and then it was fine. But uh, were you with real other mo- improvisers? Yeah, yeah, I was with um, most of Mess Hall and uh, a couple goddamn bear people and uh, mm. Jacanto. Jacanto, <laughs> shout out Jacanto. <laughs> Jacanto, and it's because I mean, with improv people who are great, really cool friends now, it's still, you know, you, I could sense on some of their faces the sort of like, oh, fuck, what do, what do I do with this? How do I navigate this? You know? Yeah. But uh, they were, it, it was great. I got a lot, bunch of hugs and you know. Often you just need to let the person be for a minute, and right. uh, and then it starts up again. And I had a lovely time.
1: Yeah, it's always kind of awkward, eh? Because you like you know that they are they've got your back. You know that they're going to be supportive, but like you also never know as the person who's going to support like when that moment is, right?
2: Right. Because mm-hmm. it's,
1: yeah. it's awkward. You're used to just kind of shooting the shit and joking around, and then if something serious happens, you're like. This is a tonal shift. This is not what I usually do with right. these people. Ah. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Uh, and you don't know what that person needs or what they want or like if if they want to talk or not. If you're gonna make it worse, right. but uh,
0: I really admire people who are able to jump in, like at the drop of a hat. Mm-hmm. And like, I do think that there are people that just have like a better sense of that of like what not only like when the time is, but like what the person needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I don't know. I, yeah, I've just, like, been in scenarios with, like, friends where, um you know, there's, like, five of us and somebody's having a hard time, similar to what you described. And, like, one of my friends, Rachel, just, like, jumps in right. and is immediately, like, there for the person, which, like, I, I feel sometimes a little bad where I'm, like, I don't want to seem cold or callous, like, but it's just, like, I don't know how to do that as well. Right. and I think yeah. that's something that, like... I don't know that I'm actively working on because how do you practice that? <laughs> <laughs> just, just shout try. for just people freak out. who are on the edge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Go on forums and just like... Try yeah.
0: And... Yeah, I, I think... But I think that maybe getting in touch with like your own feelings is like the best way to...
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's the best way to solve a lot of issues. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is to just like get to know yourself better yeah. and be like okay with yourself because then you're like more capable to like handle other people's shit on top of your own. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The situation you described though, Kate, is... Is, is definitely a, a weird one for for you or, like, for the person that's having that moment because um, I've had m- not moments exactly like that, but certainly after, like, performing, being kind of like, ah, shit, that wasn't, like, our best show. And, mm-hmm. and I, I tend to take things like that really hard uh, for some reason. Um, and it sucks because, like, you don't want to talk to your group about it. At least this is my experience because it, you don't want them to think that it has anything to do with them. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah
3: yeah Mm. like oh that show sucked all of you you all sucked (laughs) yeah yeah exactly i was
0: you ruined my
3: night (laughs)
2: because because even if there are like constructive notes that you could you know share with regards to like how we actually performed in the moment it's like an overwhelming feeling of i did poorly or i didn't Mm -hmm. do as well as i could have done and like you say it really isn't about um you don't want to be you don't want to put that negative energy and make them believe that they fucked up. Yeah. Right? Mm.
0: yeah. And it's usually compacted with like other things. Like you said, you know, this nine hour oh, drive.
2: Yeah, I was exhausted. All this stuff. You're yeah. tired. You've so got, many people. Yeah. yeah. You've got
0: yeah, eight million people. You know, in New yeah, York yeah. is <laughs> you, You've got all this stuff like going on in your life outside of it that is also influencing the way you see yourself and your performance and like what performance it, if it means to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That, yeah, um, but yeah it, it's just like a, it really does say nothing about your team. Mm-hmm. Right. It has yeah. nothing to do with that. So, mm-hmm. but it, but it still, nonetheless, it makes it hard to come out and and really talk about or even be emotional after the show. because mm. yeah. generally, like you, you'll all have a sense of. I, I don't think I've ever done a show where like one person thought it didn't go well, and then like the rest of us were like, "Yeah, that was great." That was great. <laughs> you know, it yeah. just doesn't work like that. everybody yeah. has the same sense of that. So being in a certain emotional state after a show, everyone kind of knows why. Yeah. But yeah, no yeah, one yeah. wants to talk about it. But it's yeah. also
3: entirely possible to have like a, a good set overall, but you didn't like what you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or like you didn't bring much to it, or you just regret some decision. Oh, I shouldn't have blocked that. Oh, I shouldn't have. Uh, oh, I wish I hadn't done this. But, um, you know, everybody else could have had a great night. Yeah. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. I think they say, especially like on a larger, like a Herald team or something where you have like eight people, uh, one person's going to have bad show out of that Mm -hmm. but you have Mm -hmm. all these other people that are probably having a great show yeah
2: yeah and that's difficult difficult like it's, it's very difficult to come out when you're feeling like that Mm -hmm. and that it not show on your face Mm -hmm. yeah. and then it sucks because that sort of attracts the other people to be like oh are you okay when you don't want to you know necessarily uh, radiate that feeling
3: I feel like you might also have this issue where uh, just everything on your face is entirely transparent so if somebody asks you like yeah
2: like it's just very clear that like you didn't have a good time yeah yeah (laughs) I I think because for a very very long time I hid everything mm-hmm. and then I learned to share my feelings oh. and then it became uh not just about me but about like it's important to let people know that it's okay to share right. you know mm-hmm. like to try and put that out and then I'm now I'm realizing that I'm like oversharing oh. well I feel like possibly yeah. it's too quick to tell people the actual stuff that can get really dark sometimes mm-hmm. so I'm trying to trying to scale it back and trying to find moments that it's Am I lying right now if I don't show it on my face? It, like, is it good for me? Is it not good for me? You know, because sometimes yeah. it can be if you let yourself fall into the the negative feeling, right. you're like enhancing it rather than just being like, no, I can be strong. I can get through this. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I discovered
3: that uh, I think just a certain rapport I had with some of my friends in, in the past that, uh, you know, we we had very. um dark or ironic sense of humor about things. So you know, you would brag ironically a lot or you would just, you know, like I don't know, a lot of kind of dark humor. Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll retro like I'll just kind of reflexively do that. And then people are like, oh yeah 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 (laughs) like oh no 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 it's okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
1: well my favorite is like I always I make a lot of jokes about not having a dad uh, because I don't have a dad right (laughs) Um, but then it's fun with new people because new people don't see it coming right and then it's also fun with Johan because it catches him off guard every time (laughs) every single time I'm like, do you want to talk about it? <laughs> you okay, bro?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you yeah, you popped one off today. I did. Uh, I was like
1: You're right, it is every time. Every time. I was <laughs> Johan and I were having a little meeting with our buddy Julian uh just before we started recording here and um we wrapped up and I was like, okay, so we have three things we need to figure out. We need to figure out what we want to work on for next time, uh what we're going to bring by the time we meet up next, or what? when we'll meet up next. Yeah, sure. And uh, who is my dad? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, uh, uh.
0: <laughs> Yeah, because I think in that moment, too, it was weird. Like, I, I knew it was a joke, but then, like, reflexively, I was like, wait, I need to, oh, no, 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 no. So that was what you heard. That sound yep. that, was me, really, like, starting and then backing off.
2: Yeah. Now, now, feel free to, to not answer this question, but do you think there's still a tinge like a 10 5 10 percent in that joke that's like
1: pain um so for me like having grown up without my dad like it was never something i thought was missing okay uh but yeah i mean you know it'd be nice to have another parental figure in my life right Mm -hmm. but then i kind of just do like i just have older people i'm close with right in like similar ways right so i don't know it's it's a weird thing where I get sensitive about it around Father's Day. And then the rest of the year, I'm like, doot, doot, I got a dad. It's
2: strange how those commercial days do tend to sort of trigger.
1: Yeah. Well, this year, I didn't even realize it was going to be Father's Day because I was just, you know, fucking busy with other stuff. We had an improv show that night. Mm -hmm. And like, my mom was like, so are you coming over for Father's Day? And I was like, I don't have a dad. She's like, you know, I've engaged, right? (laughs) I'm like, that man's not my father. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And also it just skipped my mind schedule wise and I felt kind of bad about it cuz I you know it would have been good to spend the day with them but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot my dad's birthday this year. Oh no.
2: I don't have the best relationship with my father. He lives okay. in the UK. But um and then Father's Day came around. So I, yeah, I, I get the sort of like uh, Is feeling. is
1: UK Father's Day the same as Canada Father's Day?
2: I don't think Mother's Day isn't so possibly Father's Day isn't. So there, you so. might be okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't give the he doesn't give a shit about that kind of thing. Fair enough. Which is like I I told him I would drawn some pandas for my brother for his birthday, and my brother was very happy about that. And my father's response was, "If you'd drawn them for him on a different day, it would have been more special, you know, like mm. because it, so he's it really anti birthday. <laughs> yeah, he's anti. <laughs> He's, he's anti-system celebration, you know? Oh, my <laughs> so grandfather's be like that too, though. Yeah.
0: My grandpa, like, I think... I don't know if he still does this, but, like, refused to let people take pictures of him because he was like, you know, a lot of uh, Native American cultures think that a photo would steal your soul. Which, like, one, I don't even know that that's true. <laughs> I don't even know that that's true. Two, my, my my grandfather is nowhere near even a little bit Native American. <laughs> but he's, like, contrarian. Right. He just oh. uh, he, He's, like, a socially awkward guy, so he likes to like, remove himself or, like, be... You know when you're socially awkward and you're like, fuck it, I'll embrace it. I'll right. just be the social pariah? That's yeah. my grandfather. right? But he's old now, so he's, like, not as lucid about it. So I think it's just how he is. <laughs> it's not, like, a choice anymore. It's just it's become his personality. So, like... Things like that. Every time it's uh, Christmas, he's like, yeah, I, I, Christmas is so, you know, baloney. I, I, I thought, I think that we shouldn't give gifts. I mean, why should we do that? Like on this like random day of the year. I my it's funny because my grant, well, no, she's my grandmother, but we're not uh, the the woman that uh, my grandfather married. His wife. In his wife. Yeah. Thank you. Um, she she is so sweet and like loves these family occasions. So to have him oh. wearing sweatpants all the time, my grandfather never not, doesn't wear sweatpants. He wore sweatpants to a funeral recently. Anyway, um, <laughs> were they black sweatpants? At least they were black. Okay. Oh, they were black. He was wearing red sneakers. Um, <laughs> there is only shoes. Listen. Yeah. Um.
3: Well, if he were to dress up on a normal day, yeah. <laughs> would it be as yeah, special? Exactly. It's just a funeral. Yeah, just it's a just funeral. a funeral,
0: guys. We shouldn't, but, you know, Native Americans <laughs> yeah. thought that. Anyway, so he's he's sitting there being like, ah, Christmas, bah, humbug. And then my grandmother's, like, trying so hard to be like, no, we love Christmas. <laughs> we love giving gifts and being with the family. Please don't think this is, like. And she says, We? No, I mean, I, j- more just like the energy she gives off. Yeah, it's like yeah, this yeah. bright shining light and then this black sweatpants monster. <laughs> <laughs> I love my grandpa. Just just, just jaking around there. Yeah, just, you're just jaking.
3: I feel like to take that position, you have to give people gifts on random days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. If you yeah, don't otherwise, do that, it just, it's you just, just don't want to give gifts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're concealing that you're a, not a generous person.
0: But I feel like he's one of those guys where, like, he also has, like, all these, like, dietary restrictions that he puts on himself. And he's like, I won't eat this that and whatever. But he loves desserts. So he'll come over and he'll do the picking thing. He'll be like, I'll have a little bit. And then I'll have a little bit more. And then more and more and more. And he'll be the one that ends up eating the most dessert. And it's right. like, it's great. Because you know what? He's a sweet old man. And I just <laughs> want him to eat a little bit of millefeuille. But... <laughs> Just think, a little bit at a time. Yeah, I think it's that kind of thing where he's like, he says like, "Oh, I hate Christmas. But then, you know, he's the one that sends Tiny Tim off to get the uh, the turkey as big as him or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> or, <laughs> or he has a
2: shrine to Christmas in a closet. Yeah. <laughs> he just creaks well, he it he looks open a and... bit
0: like Santa Claus. So honestly, it's oh. like, yeah. Maybe that's why he hates it. He's because tired of the association. Like, John, just grow your beard out and you could be Santa.
1: Ho, ho, ho. Maybe you should uh, exchange those black sweatpants for some red ones, buddy. He has red red spot pants. Does he wear those on Christmas?
0: He definitely wears a red uh, sweater. Yeah. My grandfather is very comfy. (laughs) He only ever wears like sandals, maybe his red sneakers, and then like, you know, uh, sweatpants.
1: That's it. That's fair. But I kind of get that thing about like thinking you hate celebrations about yourself. Like if you hate birthdays or whatever. Yeah. I used to hate birthdays, or at least I thought I did. And then last year I had like a big party for myself for no fucking reason. And it was great. (gasps) Yeah. So many people that I love showed up and loved mm-hmm. me and oh, I awesome. we ate food and cake <laughs> and I played like bloopy jazz music and also some Maroon <laughs> Five and it was Beat. it was oh, a good fantastic. time. That's so nice. So so are you fixed now? Like are you are you pro birthday party? I think I'm I think I'm pro birthday party, but still kind of anti party. OK, because I don't hmm. it, it was stressful. I felt good afterward, but
0: yeah. like, did you organize it? Yeah. See, that's the thing. That's it. I I don't make a big deal of my birthday because I just don't i don't know i just don't it's whatever um I'm, I'm usually so busy that i'm like it's just like another day where i have things to do right. but um the one thing i do and i like you don't like really want things from people because i think i'm also getting towards that age where it's like you want less and less for your birth like i'm not yeah. a kid anymore people should just give you cash yeah if it's not yeah. cash like just get that yeah. shit out of it. Yeah. um gift but cards the maybe. one thing i would really like every year is to not have to worry about my birthday yeah that's yeah. like the best gift you can give somebody yeah. it's like just plan something for them do a surprise thing may take it off their shoulders yeah, yeah. and that the, the situation you're describing of like it sounds really fun but that the stress
1: of that i'm like oh, yeah. i want to avoid that yeah it was yeah. it was stressful if only because like i i'm a really good host so yeah. people oh you were
2: taking care of everybody that's it right yeah right. it's like
1: when people are at my house for a party or a dinner or whatever i'm in host mode right mm-hmm. i'm like i'm on top of shit and it's hard to enjoy yourself and relax when you're doing that. Yeah.
2: So. yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost had a party this year, and then I choked. Because I usually hate my birthday. I've, I have a very low opinion of myself. I'm working on it, people. I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but this time I was like, you know what? Because like with improv, I've made so many great friends, and it's such a great community, and, and I'm socializing more, and I can converse more comfortably and all that stuff. And then I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then I didn't do it, (laughs) but like I think one of the big reasons was what Johan was saying is like I don't want to be responsible for all of this. And if you invite a bunch of people and they don't show up, oh oh my god, the worst. If somebody else sort of throws a party for you, you just show up, you eat the food, you know. If not many people show up, it's fine. But if like you were the ringmaster, and then you're uh, snubbed, stubbed, snubbed. Yeah. What Mm -hmm. am I thinking of? Snubbed. 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 What is it when they go on a date and the person doesn't show up? Stood up. Stood up. Stood up. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to get sad. stood up on your birthday. No. No. But the
0: best thing you could ask for is you stand up a bunch of people who were made a party for you. Oh my god. That's the reverse situation. And I would where would love I go? That. Alone to a movie? Oh yeah. alone to a movie. Alone to a movie is something
1: I haven't mastered yet. Oh, I'm good at it.
0: Yeah, Ooh, well, you haven't, the last time we talked, you haven't gone to
1: a movie in like a year and a half. Here's the thing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I don't go to movies very often, but the handful of times in the past, like, five years that I've gone to movies, about half of the time I was alone, and it's always my preferred experience.
3: Oh, that's, a, you know, I, so the, I was talking about it last time I was on, I was living in this murder hotel for six months. <laughs> and i would cuz i was by myself so i was like oh i'll go out and and see a movie so there was a, like a few times i w- i saw fright night in the theater uh, <laughs> uh so i walked to the movie theater and i think i saw a, one of the last harry potter movies and every time i would go see a movie by myself i wept like a psycho person like uh, just, at the film yeah yeah just huh, because of the film weeping <laughs>
2: <laughs> no,
1: just completely unrelated to the film. Just...
3: Yeah, no, I think I cried at the end of Fright Night. Like, I... <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be fair, you were living in a murder hotel. Yeah, it wasn't the great worst time. movie to see when you're living in a murder hotel.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh god, yeah, but because so you felt comfortable crying alone, and you wouldn't have. With friends there? I think there's something about movies
3: that where you have that scale and that surround sound that just triggers something. And I don't cry a lot at movies. And like, I don't think I ever really cry at home. But if it's on an airplane or a movie theater, sometimes I get like, I will get choked up in the first like few seconds of a movie just Mm. because of all the sound and like the just. The Broad scale of it,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, I was getting like teary eyed at the beginning of Wonder Woman because it was just like sensory overload, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. The, the, did you see the Dunkirk preview
0: when you oh, went to yeah. see Wonder Holy
3: Woman? Shit. I think I was in the bathroom. What is it, oh,
1: Dunkirk? No.
0: <laughs> Dunkirk is a new Christopher Nolan film, uh-huh. it's apparently his shortest film. Um, that's probably it's like sick. an hour 40. Wow. And it's about uh, Dunkirk, which I don't know much about, but from the trailer, I guess, is like uh, a bunch of uh, British soldiers in World War II got like stuck on a beach and like couldn't leave right. uh, because of whatever, like, I don't know. Uh, and, and in that time, the Germans were like advancing on them and they're like, oh, well, we're just going to die on this beach, I guess. And then in the trailer, they show people from the British mainland, like sailing to go like like civilian sailing to go pick up yeah. soldiers. Oh, wow. Well. It's It looks like the kind of movie where it's like a bunch of different stories that like merge into one thing, right? which is a funny choice for his shortest film. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I think if, he, if from the trailer, like all these tense moments without the theatrical uh, war scene it's not the big music or anything. It's like it's quiet. It's yeah. a guy in a fucking old ass plane mm-hmm. shooting and missing the plane <laughs> in front of him who's aiming for the other for your buddy that's in front. And then. You keep flying, and you you have another shot, and you shoot again, and you miss, and then you have you have another shot, and it was just like, I was, my mouth was so wide open, and my eyes were huge. It was very, very tense. Was that stressful. a nice image for you? That yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was visceral. There was a lot of stuff happening.
0: I really, I really pictured that. <laughs> did you guys, uh, did you guys like Wonder Woman?
3: I enjoyed it. Mm.
2: I really did. Okay. It yeah.
3: reminded me a lot of Captain America.
0: The first one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. This
3: World War 2 World War 1 kind of origin story, uh, retro. A little campy, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I I thought it was 90% good. But then the I didn't like the ending cuz it did the DC thing where it was like uh um, this is not a spoiler, but uh it did the DC thing where it was like instead of having like a well choreographed fight scene, we will just throw CG at you. Yeah. Yeah. There was just like a lot of CG um and I I didn't especially loves the villains right Mm -hmm. there was like one scene in particular i was describing this to tom where like this is not a spoiler again uh the main german villain who has a terrible accent throws mustard gas into a room full of like his cohorts who want to surrender and he doesn't want to surrender and then he throws uh a gas mask in and the gas mask has been proven earlier in the movie to not work against mustard gas the the guy leaves and he like closes the door behind him while these people are scrambling to get this 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 uh gas mask because they think it's gonna save them from this mustard gas and his um kind of uh sidekick or or the kind of the main one of the main villains in the movie this uh genius scientist who creates mustard gas is like but the the mask won't (laughs) help against the gas and then he's like uh, but they don't know that. And then they both break out into like a hysterical, <laughs> maniacal laugh for like five seconds. And then there's like a, a swipe transition to the next scene. <laughs> and I, I just, there are like moments in the movie that are really like beautiful and like dark because it is World War One. It's like probably the hardest war to make look like sexy on camera. Yeah. And there's all these like crazy moments. And then there's like also these scenes where these villains are just like Way, way too campy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Although
3: yeah. I like the the doll mask lady. Oh, she was yeah. That I thought that was cool. I thought she was gonna uh, be
2: more important,
0: but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. She
2: did seem to have like loads of layers that weren't. Yeah, weren't, uh, there like was so that. much character
0: work in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then like she's not really the main villain. Yeah, you know.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved seeing women kick ass. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: of course. And the cho- choreography was insane for t- some of the fight scenes. Yeah. yeah. Very, I
2: know that a lot cool. of people are tired of slow mo.
0: They did it really I well. I
2: like it.
3: I thought when they were all running around the horses and they're leaning back and picking up the shields oh, and stuff. Yeah. I thought that was super cool. That was very super very
2: dope. cool. But yeah, and the different kinds of women as yeah. well, like completely different looks and all badass in their different ways.
3: Well, I realized, like growing up, that you know, I was hanging out with my brother, and you know, I had these kind of gender uh, ideas of like. You know, I'm supposed to like action movies and, uh, you know, like all this stuff. But I realized I I didn't like women very much because I, I didn't learn to identify with
2: that mm-hmm. way. And like mm-hmm.
3: for, you know, girls growing up with the Star Wars movies and the Wonder Woman movies, I, I think that's a really cool thing that I wish I, I would have had.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's definitely like a really positive thing that's happening with this generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, sure. uh, bye, Johan. See you next week. Bye. I have to, I have to go early. I know it's, really, it's kind of whack that I'm
0: leaving like right in the middle of the one woman discussion. I feel like I'm an asshole. Like,
2: I'm out. <laughs> Well, he slither, slithered off his chair yeah. silently. <laughs> he tried to it do seems this.
0: It so dismissive, and it really was not supposed so to be. So
2: distracting you. Yeah. Oh, I'm really sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. Oh, Trying
2: to make a point about... God, I don't want to
0: hear anybody talk about this Wonder Woman character. I just want more Captain Canada's and Justin Trudos on the screen.
1: I don't care about... Don't you have a bus to catch? <laughs> don't forget your water bottle. I'm on top of shit. Bye, bye, bye. bye Johan. See ya. Bye. Oh, glad he's gone. Oh. Jesus,
2: now we can really <laughs> right. start.
1: Guys, welcome to the Up for Discussion Podcast, episode 117, <laughs> <laughs> with three of us. Oh. <laughs> so I really want to see Wonder Woman now. Like, it partly because like hearing you guys talk about it mm-hmm. sounds really great, yeah. and I'm not going to lie him describing that scene <laughs> like when he first described it to me i was like i kind of need to see this now yeah
2: yeah well i was really happy because i i i've gotten really very critical of films mm-hmm. i used to be easier on movies but like guardians of the galaxy too i really didn't like it even if i'm a sucker for big action movies with comedy in it like yeah. i love mm-hmm. that shit but it was fun to come out of one to uh, one to, to see wonder woman and come out of wonder woman without like the bummer vibe mm-hmm. of like that could have been way better if, right. you know, which is you feel a lot in a lot of movies nowadays. Mm. Um, I'm sure if I watch it again, I'll see more things that bug me, but I was generally pleased with it.
3: Yeah. I, and there's such an oversaturation of, because I also, I love that kind of stuff. I I didn't even see uh, uh, Galaxy 2. Yeah. Uh, I probably will, but I, there's just so much.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do. I think that it's dangerous because they want to make that big first scene really, really fucking count. And it was right. great. In Gigi 2, it was really fucking great. <laughs> but then if you make it really big and really funny and, and action-packed and beautiful, and and then you got to sort of maintain that, but they can't. Right. Right. You know,
1: yeah, it's like you've got to keep the momentum going through the whole episode, yeah, or the whole movie, yeah,
2: exactly. Well, or the first at least one, come back up.
3: Yeah. yeah, the first one had that kind of thing where they they had such like an impactful, like heartbreaking moment. So the rest of the movie could be fluffy and fun. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 which was kind of. Well, but see, Up does that too. And Up has the most phenomenal opening sequence. Yeah. And I could not tell you what the rest of that movie's about. Yeah, I know, I right? don't remember.
1: Uh, they go to a forest. There's, there's some a, dogs. There's a bird. And a I bird. think I really yeah.
2: remember the bird most. Yeah. But I didn't like that movie.
1: Is it that their, their balloon dumps them out by accident and they have to go find the house, like get the house back and fly back to the city or something? I don't care. Me <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. neither, <laughs> really. That first scene is what's really important. <laughs> Yeah, no,
2: I I get that. Yeah, I get
1: that. Um, We have two options at this point. Oh. So we are close to our hour mark. Okay. So we can, like, start wrapping up. Or, if you guys are keen to stay a little longer, I have a thing prepared (gasps) that I think would be really hilarious. What's in the box? Yeah, Adrian, (laughs) I just got real happy. I think it'll take about 10 to 12 minutes to go through. So if that works for y'all, it's 7 now. Okay. Sure. Cool, sweet. Okay, so I have (laughs) (laughs) your... Printed copies in ridiculously large font because it was written on a PDF of the first chapter of Tumbledown Ranch, what is which Tumbledown is, Ranch? uh, this is a romantic horse based <gasps> story, uh, written specifically for our show, oh for God. our listeners, uh, by a good friend of the show, Tefer Jemian, who works for me, uh, not Ooh. for the show, but works for my company, uh, and who I mentioned it'd be hilarious if there was romantic fiction written about me and Simon and horses, uh, <laughs> Oh, and she was cannot, happy to oblige. <laughs> I
2: cannot wait to see how you intersect. Like, I know. Are the horses just around and beautiful? Or do you think... I haven't read anything an yet. Is this an equist-type situation?
1: I have no idea. I'm really excited to find out. Oh! Uh, so I was thinking we could just like, I guess like paragraph. clockwise, we'll read a paragraph each. Sweet. Sure. Cool. I guess I'll start. Tumbledown Ranch, Chapter 1. Calendar Scott has always loved the sky. She was born face-up. Eyes on the sky, as her mother said. On Tumbledown Ranch, where she lived with her parents, Calendar lived her whole life under the big sky and learned its moods. She knew the dark of storm clouds, the delicate blue of a fresh spring morning, the steady gray that meant the first snow was on its way. But the day her mother died, leaving Calendar and her father, Big Joe, to mind the ranch alone, The sky had been clear and blue. She had had no warning.
3: It was her mother who named her Calendar. Because you contain every season, every birthday, every holiday to me, little Calendar. Big Joe just called her Cal. Calendar loved the ranch. She loved the big sky and its ever-changing moods. She loved the storms that swept through like hormonal waves. She loved the prairie grasses, which rippled like a dry ocean, and the rugged shoulders of the Rockies encircling her like 12 watchful big brothers.
2: Most of all, Calendar loved the horses. Her favorite was a feisty little bay mare with a glossy black mane, three white stockings, and a brilliant 12-pointed star between her limpid, dark eyes. Calendar named her Dazzle, she would ride Dazzle for hours every day, her own glossy black hair flying in the wind, her limpid dark eyes sparkling, the sky, whoops, the star-shaped birthmark on, between her eyes darkening in the Alberta sunshine. In the winter, Callender would visit Dazzle in her stall, sharing sweet apples and delectable carrots from the root cellar, making the other horses jealous with her tender favoritism. Dazzle and Calendar were very best
1: friends. One blue morning, Calendar and Dazzle were out riding the smoky green pastures at daybreak when Calendar spotted a dim figure on the horizon. Dazzle stiffened, whiffed the wind. Strangers were unusual in these parts. The last time Calendar had seen anyone other than her father was when she went for an iced cap at Timmy's two weeks ago. (laughs) But But this this
3: stranger was no coffee slinger, more like a gunslinger. He for. It was a man. Calendar could see it in his straight shoulders and narrow hips, and the musky aura which trailed him like cloud, like a cloud, rose straight and true from his saddle, posture erect and fluid, somehow so masculine that Calendar's dark eyes grew darker. Her fine nozzles flared and dazzled
2: out a soft whinny which sounded like desire. "Hey there, stranger!" called Calendar. "'Only the softest tremble in her husky but musical voice "'revealing how deeply she was shaken. "'This here's private property. "'You'd better check your fences then, Missy. "'I didn't see any signs on the way in.'
1: "'He was closer now, "'and she could see his face emerging from the shadow of his hat brim. "'Under a three-day's beard, his jaw was firm but sensitive, "'with pillowy lips that made Callender think of babies and making them. (laughs) "'His eyes were blue. No, green.' like the deep haze of trees on the foothills. Everyone knows that the land between Cackle Creek and Tumble Down Hill belongs to Big Joe Scott. Well, I'm clearly not everyone, he smirked.
3: Who are you and where are you from? My name is Simon Pelletier. (laughs) Not good with names. And I'm from everywhere, really. Atelier. You French? French French-Canadian, yes. Oh, that's an accent. (laughs) My people are from where the great Le- <laughs> this is the worst <laughs> section for me to read. Laurentian. Laurentian turns northward towards the ocean. She looked at him blankly. Montreal. Her eyes widened. You're from Montreal? I've always dreamed of going there. I wanted to go to university there. A uh, bit when my mama died, m- my education died with her. And well, I hear McGill likes people to say to know how to write a five paragraph
2: essay. His moss-green eyes widen. You can't write an essay at your age. But to quote Justin Trudeau, It's 2016! <laughs> it's 2017, dummy. And I'm only 19. And I'm pretty sure Justin Timberlake said that anyway, huffed Callender, her dark eyes trembling with tears which gave away how deeply she felt the sting of his words. Never mind that. What did you say your name was? I didn't. But it's Callender. Well, Callender, tell you what... You, you take me back to your ranch, give me a bite to eat, and maybe a bed in the in the hayloft, and every day I can stay, I'll give you a riding lesson. You're clearly a smart girl, and I fine judge of horse flesh. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that ought to be enough for anyone. Oh, thank you, Simon. I'm changing voice on every line. <laughs> oh, thank you, Simon. I'm sure I can talk Big Joe into letting you stay.
1: And there's like a little... Section break here, looks like. Big Joe agreed, and Simon took up residence in the hayloft. During the days, he helped Big Joe break horses, and in the evenings, he sat with Callender by the fire, teaching her to slowly piece together words and sentences. "'You have to build an essay like a good barn,' Simon would say. "'The thesis is your foundation. "'The conclusion is your roof. "'Everything between has to hold together.' "'Looking into his mossy eyes,' Calendar thought learning had never been such a thrill. The night Simon had arrived as they sat by the fire, Calendar had asked, "So if you're from Montreal, what in the world brought you to Backar's End, Alberta?" "I wouldn't say it's that bad," laughed Simon. "Oh, it's not. This town is literally called Backar's End. Weird names are kind of an Alberta thing. Anyway, what brought you here?"
3: Perhaps it was just the fire dancing, but Callender thought she saw a shadow across his face. Oh, this and that, life. The words were light, but his tone was heavy, and his green eyes darkened. What did you do in Montreal? I was in the horse circus, and that's where I (laughs) learned to gentle horses, and also where I got my Rolling Stone lifestyle. I guess now tell me about your life. When did your mother die? (laughs)
2: And he refused to talk any anymore about Montreal or how he came to Alberta. Generally, his attitude was calm, pleasant, and cheerful, but every now and then he would pause while currying a horse or parsing a sentence. His eyes would darken and his mouth would tighten, and he would seem so far away. At those moments, Calendar ached to draw him close to her, hold his head to her bosom and stroke his dark hair until he found peace. But she never dared.
1: One day, about two weeks after Simon arrived, Callender was cleaning Dazzle's hooves when she noticed Big Joe down at the road talking with a man on a horse. Two strangers in the same month! (laughs) "'Let's go see what's up, girl,' murmured Callender to Dazzle, and they walked down the long driveway towards the road. As they walked, Callender noticed the man's eyes drawn to her. She was used to this. Men were often drawn to her supple form, her elegant face and long hair, the unusual birthmark between her eyes." but she had never seen quite so much intensity in a man's face before even at a distance she could read his expression and he wanted what he saw
3: as she drew closer the stranger nodded tipped his hat to big joe and headed off down the road she caught a glimpse of the blue eyes and tan skin before he oh he turned and all she could see was the strong square back shrinking towards the horizon who was that big joe his name's Mr.
2: <laughs> What's his name?
3: Oh <laughs> awkward. <laughs> uh Zelatin. Uh, his, his name's Mr. Zalatni. Zalatni. <laughs> Embarrassing. Said her father. I should have quit. <laughs> he came to me uh, to see me about buying some horses. He'll come back to check out our stock tomorrow, stay in town a few days to see how they handle. You don't mind feeding another hand up at the ranch, do you, Cal?
2: No, of course not, Calendar assured him. A trickle of excitement ran down ran from the nape of her neck down her spine and lower. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fine. <laughs> But when she turned to climb back up the driveway, she noticed Simon standing stock still at the top of the hill, jaw set and brow like thunder, watching the square of blue shirt vanishing into the sunset as if he wished the sun would swallow the small figure completely.
3: Oh, what happens to Mr.
2: Zalatni? I I guess
1: we'll find out next week. Oh, that was fun. Yay.
3: I think I failed at reading.
1: (laughs) I think you just failed at knowing me and Simon's last name.
2: Oh, Simon's last name. So Simon is, is, is a guy?
1: Peltier. Oh. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, man. Cool. Wow. That was fun. The, the dead
3: so, mom really threw me. <laughs> yeah. Little dead mom punches
1: from time to time. I forgot, like, in the first paragraph she established that the mom was dead <laughs> yeah. and we just dropped it for a bit. So how did your mother die? Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. And who wrote that? Uh that was written by uh my friend Tefer Ajemian. Uh she also makes uh stuffed animals that you guys can get uh at her Etsy shop that I'll put a link to in the description. And she said she's going to have another chapter ready by next week.
2: Oh, cool. <laughs> so that's fun. Well done. So that'll oh, be a little recurring segment
1: for the next couple of weeks.
2: <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I've I'm uh, improved my Out loud reading because I read to a lady at a home and it's really helped. So nice. It brings me great anxiety. I'm not very good at it. It takes a while to, because you you stumble, you stumble, then you hate yourself. Yeah. And then you do it more and it sort of gets more fluid and it's fun.
1: Yeah, I find like it depends on the context I'm reading in. I'm super comfortable reading to kids uh, and I can read on the show fairly comfortably as long as I'm doing silly things with my voice. Right. Uh, And it helps, like, hearing back. And I'm going to get more pairs of headphones for the studio soon because that actually, I find, makes it easier because it, like, I don't know, you can hear yourself a little easier.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I'm curious. I mean, I won't force you to describe that process, (laughs) but, like, what are you hearing?
1: Uh, I hear my own voice amplified but the way that I normally hear it. Hmm. It's weird. I don't know yeah so anyway so um but then if i'm reading at church like sometimes i'll get picked to read like the scripture verses or whatever i always get super nervous and it's like i do improv in front of bigger crowds than the people who are at my church often But there, but there's
2: a mistake that can be made in something that is pre-written. Like that's a that's a bigger mistake than fucking up, you know, on the spot. That's it. So I totally get the nerves for that.
1: I don't want to like misread something and accidentally say something super heretical.
2: Well, exactly. (laughs) Like in in that specific situation, you could like mislead people to do really bad stuff. Well, I mean, that would be one hell of a slip-up.
1: And then God said, definitely murder everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Murder all of them.
2: (laughs) Murder everybody. Oops. Oops. (laughs) And then it's already out there. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Exactly. And there's it's recorded, they've got they've got that sound bite, and then I think that you know they're gonna put that out there and yeah. make it look well, there's like no I think you should kill people and take you
3: know. back and religion. So none no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> zero take back <laughs> zero No one ever say
1: creates the world and creates all the people in it and then regrets it and wipes them out in a flood or anything <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, everything's very concrete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, that's the end of our show for this week, you guys. Woo!
2: Woo! Thanks for listening.
1: And thank you guys for staying this whole time. Well, if we hadn't, we wouldn't
2: have experienced. Oh, were you thanking us or were you thanking the people?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was thanking the people while also taking a shot at Johan.
2: Oh, and I fucked it up. I fucked it up.
1: But thank you guys, too. Yeah.
2: I was like, give me some gratitude. Oh, man.
1: Uh, If this is the first time you're listening to this show, I'm sorry. And uh, please uh, continue to listen to it because we like having you here. Rate and review the show on iTunes uh, and subscribe on your platform of choice. You can leave us a voicemail if you go to speakpipe.com slash upfordpodcast. And we'll play it on the show if it's not super long. Uh, And, uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of cool stuff. You can click in the description. uh, Share this episode with uh, a friend who might be your rival for the affections of a girl who likes horses. And uh, <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can follow the show at Down With Talking and each of us individually. I'm at Tom I, Adrian
3: Schoen. Oh, at
2: um, uh, Boxless Thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I did the same thing. <laughs> at Red Random.
1: And you can follow Johan at Johan Denora. And uh, yeah, we love you guys and we'll see you love, next love, time. Love, 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 love. Love, 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 love. love. I don't know why I tried to say that with a bottle in my mouth. That was a bad choice. (laughs) Liquid love. Gross. That's the title of this episode.